0: go ahead and or whatever
1: Yeah, I guess. I guess Maybe. we could do that. Maybe. Hey, hey everybody. welcome to another episode of In the Wrong Podcast. It's me and Don once again hanging out, having a great time. Well, let's not say we're having a great time yet. We don't really
0: know. This could go terribly.: This is probably not a very good time for any of us not even you guys let's be honest yeah well especially them yeah (laughs) come on (laughs) i mean honestly i feel bad for them
1: especially our listeners every single day that i see the views go up on this podcast i'm like oh these poor bastards you've seen views go up on this podcast poor poor bastards well it's okay because soon this won't be a Some of them. But it's okay because this is not about to be a podcast channel anymore. We're about to be a uh, Pokemon card unboxing channel. I can't wait. Moving forward. It's going it. to be so good. I can't wait. So if that's the kind of content you're into, hit that like and subscribe and watch us open up some Pokemon cards. huh? How do you guys feel about
0: that? It's just going to be exclusive Pokemon. That, is this is going to be a, a big old Pokemon uh, niche podcast now for for all of you uh lovely viewers. Mm-hmm. you're gonna love it we're, we're gonna we're gonna get boxes gonna <laughs> open them up hopefully we'll see what's inside tons of booster packs booster packs I, i'm i go go by the carton i only buy by the carton but i guess the booster packs are in there Shit. so
1: go to costco and get like a <laughs> damn was <laughs> get that a get thing get a pallet that? of pokemon
0: cards was that a thing, like at Costco? I wonder mean? if they sold Pokemon cards at, at Costco. That would have been fucking dope.
1: They must have, right? But I don't know I if they did. Uh,
0: they were missing out. I mean, at the same time, that would kind of ruin, like, same with like streetwear and, and like exclusive stuff. That was like essentially what they were trying to do with Pokemon cards, and if they had like huge. Palette that you can buy from fucking costco that would that would not really help although they would have helped them people would have bought it
1: true true i just still can't believe pokemon cards are making a comeback like that i think like during the pandemic pokemon cards and like baseball and basketball cards and stuff like that have like skyrocketed in price I don't know if people just, like, finally had the chance to go through their storage units and were like, oh, check this out. I remember out. this. I got a Charizard.
0: <laughs> yeah. What did you do with your Pokemon card? It...
1: Dude, honestly, no idea. Like, I'm, I'm... I remember I just, like, I phased out of Pokemon because Yu-Gi-Oh! became big. And I was a big Yu-Gi-Oh! guy. And it was, like, you know, the TV show based on a card game. So I was like, hell yeah, yeah let's invest in this. Pokemon, no idea where it went. Like well, I don't know where my Yu-Gi-Oh
0: cards are anymore, except sure. I do
1: have a stack of Yu-Gi-Oh! cards literally right here.
0: <laughs> I have I have a a red eyed black dragon that is completely not bad useless because I ended up when I was a kid, I fucking laminated it. And I don't think you can just laminate a card and keep its value. I think that's that's like ruining its value, I'm pretty sure.
1: What would you think? That was like a sleep protector for the card,
0: laminating it? I don't know why I did it. I was like, oh, it'll keep it fresh forever, which it has. I mean, it, it looks great somewhere. That
1: not. would get an awful grading. You would get no money for it. Yeah, no,
0: you're, you're not taking it out of there, so.
1: Which is kind of weird, Dude, right? Dude, there was a... There, oh, yeah. Cause like, there was a time back in Texas... Mm-hmm. That uh, I traded Pokemon cards with this kid. He would come over to like my house after school because his mom worked later than my mom. Right. And he would come over, and we traded one day. I can't, I can't remember what I traded him, but I remember that I got, got the ever-so-sweet holographic Blastoise. And I was like, okay, very nice. He goes home, and then about two hours later, he, he comes back with his mom and they knock on our door demanding that we trade back, and he get his Blastoise back. Here's the kick there was a, There was a massive tornado about to happen. If you Google Fort Worth tornado, you'll see, like, the impact. Like, this thing was, like, an F4 or something like that. Literally oh my god, was about to touch down, like, 10, 15 miles away. The sky is green. Your house the hail and rain is about card. to start. Yeah, and my mom was just like, "We're about to have a tornado. Go the fuck home, and we'll talk about this another day. Just shut the door on him." I was like, "What? The? It, that, yeah, yo." That's honestly, how intense Pokemon cards were.
0: That's such a <laughs> such a better situation rather than your mom being, I guess, even nicer and being like, "Come in, come in. There's a, hurt, there's a," and then you have to just deal with that annoying kid and his mom. In a in a fucking toy.
1: Oh. I still had to end up trading back a few days later. They didn't forget about it, unfortunately. That's so frustrating. Sons of bitches.
0: I remember Yeah. That may have been uh, when
1: I stopped playing Pokemon. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) You
0: just forgot all of your Pokemon. You (laughs) probably just gave him all your Pokemon cards. (laughs) You know, just have it. Just fucking have it.
1: Just take him, you piece of shit.
0: speaking about giving away all your fucking pokemon cards i when i was really into pokemon well actually i guess when i tapered off of my uh interest in in pokemon cards i was getting into beyblades which was really popular in hawaii we uh we would bring our beyblades there and and we Mm -hmm. would like i think some dude would would end up like bringing like this huge like stadium bowl thing that we would all like play uh or battle each other. But it was right around that time where I had like a nice binder full of like I mean this is back in the 90s. So probably like first edition like uh what's it called Pokemon cards. And I got into Beyblades mm-hmm. so much that I ended up fucking giving my whole binder for I don't even know why. I gave my whole binder away to this random kid in my neighborhood. Cause he was like, "Yeah, I love Pokemon," and I was like, "Well, I'm on Beyblade, so fuck Pokemon,"
1: <laughs> which is crazy. Damn, dude! You gave away
0: a treasure. I did, throw. dude. A treasure. I remember, treasure treasure I had a, I had away. a Mewtwo. I don't know if that was really like, I, I'm pretty sure that was pretty uh, valuable or could be valuable now.
1: Yeah, I don't. I, I probably a Charizard was my best. Well, thing. yeah. I Any remember. Of the-
0: my the primaries are are gonna be a
1: hefty penny, I bet. One of my brother's birthdays, I can't remember which one it was, but I bullshit you not, that my mom bought him a like a like a whole like a whole one of those little cases of cards. Like mm-hmm. the packs yeah. that you would see at like the grocery store. hmm Well no, it wasn't like the booster, oh. it was like the individual small packs okay. but like a twelve pack of those. Jason opened up all of them on his birthday, two Charizards, two Blastoise, and a Venusaur, all in that pack. And we were all just like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. And I cried because he got all of them, and my mom made him give me his doubles. Nice.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You don't need it. Give it to your brother. Your brother's crying right now. What are
1: you going to do with two... I want, one. I want a Charizard, I want a Charizard. That's the craziest
0: <laughs> come up I've ever heard of, I think, in Pokemon. I mean, I'm sure there's better ones, but that sounds amazing.
1: I may be remembering it wrong, but I know at least Regardless. he had two of one of them, yeah. and I got one of them. Like, it was insane. That's crazy. He definitely had all three. It was just nuts. That's so crazy. I'm On so jealous. a
0: lucky bastard. Yeah. I was really into uh, Dragon Ball Z. I was huge, oh hell yeah huge into Dragon Ball Z. Hell he yes, I miss it honestly.
1: I thought I could turn into a Super Saiyan until I was like 14. I've, like I just I thought like maybe I haven't powered it yet or channeled it. Never did.
0: You know how many fucking blood vessels in my my head that I've probably popped trying to turn into a Super Saiyan? <laughs> yeah, dude. It doesn't work. Yeah, I, I'll tell you when that. we were. I still drew it
1: when we were kids in texas I, I had to give up on that dream <laughs> i just put it to the side i was like you'll never be a celebrity we had this uh we had this half a basketball court right next to my house in texas and it was just straight up it looked like the world tournament stage just a big gray slab of concrete yeah and me and the neighborhood kids would hold like tournaments and just like try and like push each other out of it or like you know not, like, really fight, but it definitely wasn't play fighting. Like, we were actually kicking each other. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't think we ever, like, punched people in the face or anything okay, like that. Okay. So we'd, like, shove cuts. them and, like, kick them in the leg or something like that. Yeah. Exactly. And we did that for, like, fucking two years, I think. And there's there was these two twins that were younger than us, but they wanted to play. So we were like, you guys get to be one person. And we had to fight both of you. That was, like, our thing. The oh. twins got to go together. So we'd fight the two twins. That's awesome. <laughs> speaking of fighting never got super saiyan though
0: speaking about fighting your friends or not even fighting but like play fighting back in uh, in middle school i lived in uh in minnesota and we had like this like huge backyard pretty small house but a really big backyard and we had apple trees there this is in minnesota mm-hmm. right off of the uh off of like the uh lake superior where like it was literally our backyard bunch of apple trees and then like it was just lake superior right there so it was pretty sick yeah. yeah it was a dope setup yeah but um every like summer or i don't know when but maybe fall that would make sense when the apples started to uh rot we would me and my friends would have like apple, like, fights where we would just, like, pelt for huge oh my God. but also rotting apples at each other. It was so much fun.
1: It's just applesauce exactly. on the side of someone's yeah. head.
0: But, like, it, it, it hurt. It really hurt.
1: Dude, I was on a on a baseball team. must have been, like, 6th or 7th grade, somewhere around there. And we went to have, like, a massive sleepover the entire team at this one kid's house. And it was, like, in a neighborhood that was still under development. And right across the street from him were these two, like, rock loaders, you know, with the big beds. And they just had a bunch of, like, rocks and pebbles in them. Oh, God. And they were next to each other like this. So what we did is we created teams, and we all got into the back of it. And we just started lobbing rocks back and forth like they were grenades and trench warfare. And I'll never forget. It was actually, it was kind of, like, yeah, scary, dude. Bet. The sounds of them just hitting them all. Were these heavy rocks? <laughs> there was one kid at they were they were like probably like this big. Oh, my God. I mean, they were like big rocks, but like just lobbing Jeez. them over. I look over at this one kid, and I just see one go right off the top of his head. It bounced off his head. And he just – it just starts wailing. <laughs> that was when it was over right then. But, oh, my God, dude. I could have gotten messed up by a rock. Goddamn. Just the stupid things. We also – I'm pretty sure – now, I'd seen, I'd seen pornographic material before that, but we got inside of one of the rock loaders because they're construction guys. They're filthy animals. Ew. <laughs> okay, let's be honest. Ew. They, they just had a bunch of porn magazines and they're like bulldozers and stuff. And we were just like, whoa,
0: this check this out. Boobs.
1: That's pretty cool. That was, uh, that, like was that was a hell of a baseball team effort or team outing.
0: Well, now that we have like pornography those who like to partake it's all online so it's you i, I feel oh, yeah. like kids can't just find stumble upon their first nudie pick from like scavenging Mm-mm. in in a in a forest like I, I remember finding like random pornos in the in like the woods like occasionally when i was a kid like all the time yeah
1: sometimes all the time for me there'd just be like a random underpass that you and your friends would go to to like skateboard or hang out, and for <laughs> some reason, there's just like a page of a porno exactly. There. Like, it's like, it's not, not like
0: had to get here, not nearly pristine, like it's very, very raggedy. But hey, you're a kid, yeah. you see boobs, you're excited.
1: I'm guessing kids nowadays all they stumble across is like a pop up maybe that's their first experience with like that's porn or something like that. That's their that's, that's their finding their magazine in the woods. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Oh god. That's so
1: interesting. I was uh, I, I was watching a, I watch a lot of movie clips on YouTube yeah. and there's this YouTube channel called just like movie mm-hmm. clips. And all it is is like rated R movies or not rated R movies. It's like just kids movie scenes and then like all the top, you go to their most popular videos, it's scenes from kid movies and then just like makeout scenes from like PG 13 movies. So I'm like, okay, so kids are watching this. Are they also, is this their porn? Is like a PG 13 makeout session? Are they like, oh my God, did you just see them freaking kiss, dude? That is insane. And then they go back, then they go back to watching like Lego movie clips or something.
0: <laughs> so you just watch uh, PG makeout sessions from from childhood I didn't is that what you do
1: you do? No, I No, like I'll, I'll look up like a fight club okay, or okay. a Tarantino movie and watch like a favorite clip but then I was thinking I was like what's the most popular video this channel has? Oh, so I went to their videos, their most oh. popular and it was like kids movies. But then mixed in with the kids' movies, it's, like, make-out sessions from Ew, PG-13 movies. So, so like, is this what kids watch?
0: Is, is there,
1: like, porno or something? Maybe.
0: It makes sense.
1: I, I, that's all I can think. They just find kissing to be really romantic. I don't know, dude. I, I
0: feel like kids nowadays probably end up seeing, like, DP or some crazy, you know, like, sex act yeah. as their first thing they ever see. Which is probably not very healthy for this next generation. Or any generation.
1: Uh, no, not healthy at all. Yeah. I mean although, once you once you cross that line of hardcore, it's like there's no going. Although there. I must say
0: one of my you're, first you're, one of my first uh things that I saw was pretty hardcore. It was pretty awful. It it was like grossed you out. Totally grossed me out. Yeah, very much. I was like. I was probably, like, six, seven, or eight around that age. And um, I I went over to my friend's – I don't even think he was my friend. He was, like, just this kid from my school who happened to be on, like, the same – you know, like, we had to walk the same, same path home. And I ended up going over to his house. He was
1: the kid with the porn.
0: Yeah, he was the porn kid. But, dude, he – so we go, and he's, like uh, – He's like, oh yeah, my house is cool, blah, blah, blah. And then we go to his house, and he ends up putting porn on. And I shit you not, the porn that he put on was an old, maybe like, if I'm trying to remember, like, probably like a 40 to 50 year old lady. And she's getting off with a crank. (laughs) crank like like a fucking like a like a batter whipper thing a crank wooden dildo what? wooden the thing was there like someone dead.
1: doing the charleston in the background it
0: was weird dude it was so jesus, bizarre
1: jesus that's i cold. had to
0: leave i was like i'm not into it i'm really not i'm sorry i'm looking for pg 13 uh kissing sessions make out sesh yeah
1: maybe in a maybe american pie booby flash that's
0: about it that would have been
1: yeah that's all i I needed i feel like excuse me so many people our age the first time i saw a porno was with like four other people like we all put it on like it was a fucking tyson fight no one in the world like
0: oh you got to check this out I, i guarantee no one in the world our age saw their first well unless it was like a you know, like a page of a magazine. No one ever saw, like, their first, like, video porn o- por- porn, without multiple, uh, multiple people there, multiple friends. Yeah, yeah. Especially at
1: that age, it was like, oh, well, I don't know. Yeah, because somebody had to show them. They didn't just stumble upon it, you know, and then they show their friends. So you're always experiencing it with somebody.
0: Mm-hmm. Which is just great. It's good bonding. Uh,
1: it's great bonding. I I remember I came home from, uh this was back in Texas. I came home from school one day. Yeah. My mom was real mad, real mad. I was like, <laughs> okay. She goes, you know, your stepfather had a bunch of playboys he was hiding. I was like, what? He did? And then she threw them all in the trash. So I went in the trash <laughs> and grabbed all of them and put them in my room. Nice. I was like, you're not going to get mad at me. <laughs> and then, like, six months later, when they got divorced and I was getting ready to move to Virginia, mm-hmm. I was like, you know, when you threw away all dad's porno mags, I called him dad back then. Yeah. He's a stepdad now. Well, he's a piece of shit now, but whatever. I was like, when you uh, threw all those out, I just went in the trash and grabbed them. She's like, you did. I was like, yeah. She goes, you're nasty. You're nasty. That, was, that was all there was to it. <laughs> that, was, <laughs> that was all there was to it. That was a while ago, so it doesn't really matter now. Yeah, and I actually, I bought a Playboy when I was twenty-one years old. Damn! Just out of curiosity, I was like, "I've never, I've never bought one." I was at Sheets and they had them there, and I was like, eh, "Fuck it, I'll get a, I'll get a Playboy." A lot more words than I thought they were. Yeah, make. it's like a goddamn GQ magazine with just some titties
0: every now and every and then. now and then. I don't see the big deal with it. It, it that's pretty much what they yeah. are. Well, it's like. Cause back then it was more of like a gentleman's magazine, or not even back then. That was t- when you were twenty-one. I'm pretty sure the branding of Playboy yeah. is to be like this uh, gentleman's magazine, where you can like read about current affairs, uh, maybe even like read like poetry and like short stories and stuff.
1: Yeah, they have like the write the editor, you know those bullshit stories where it's like, yo, I was at the bar and three girls just came up to me and offered me a blow job. <laughs> it's like, oh, sure they did,
0: Casanova. And the
1: I'm sure that's what happened. You went to, you went to a bar and just three women came up and offered to blow oh, you. Yeah, definitely. definitely.
0: It happens all the time. No, but I...
1: although the ones the the ones my mom's ex husband had, they were just straight up all page-to-page page nudie, and they were Playboys. Playboy. So I guess there are special ones you can get. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh trust me. probably, trust yeah,
0: me. I bet there was some some like other issues rather than like the monthly issue that is just, here's what you want That's
1: what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. And he worked at an airport. So I'm just assuming this guy would just get off his job, go to like a magazine booth at the airport, and just pick up his titty bags, and then <laughs> head
0: probably He probably picked it up, looked through it, been like too many words where's the special edition with just yeah. the tits
1: I, yeah and let's be honest that's what playboy was you you're getting like a hint of a vagina and then it was just boobies whereas hustler is like the disgusting hustler and so penthouse like, oh, not disgusting, i remember like,
0: the penthouse too that yeah. was that was pretty raunchy stuff i think that's like the one where they introduced Those were the... like actual like penises and stuff
1: hmm Those were what we found in those uh, rock loaders and bulldozers at that construction site was, like, hardcore.
0: And oh, like, really? okay. Oh, my God. Let's take it easy.
1: So by the time I saw my stepdad's Playboys, that was child's play. <laughs>
0: I was like, what is this? You're not even working with the right stuff. Yeah, I, where's the guy? Where's the guy? I really need the guy. Where's
1: the man in this situation? <laughs> what, do you expect me to come to this lady?
0: <laughs> Ew. I'm just picturing you oh taking boy. home one of those old dusty magazines or just page of a magazine just just getting after it.
1: It has like dirt on it from the gloved hands of the construction worker that was flipping exactly. through the
0: Exactly. <laughs> hey, that's that was normal back then though. So so no uh no shade.
1: Yeah, fair enough. I mean we were just boys. If I was an artist I would have drawn boobies and played to myself with those but I, think I wasn't an artist. I remember I
0: had a uh I had a friend who was really good at art and he would uh he would draw pretty well some voluptuous boobies and it was always really entertaining. I think he got in trouble yeah, for that's that passion. though. Passion. He, he got like in trouble. <laughs> he was just <laughs> like the uh like fucking uh super bad drawing too many dicks, you drew too too many boobs.
1: Well, no, uh, it's art. Like this one's a long nipple, this (laughs) one's a small nipple. (laughs) Wait no.
0: it's art. (laughs) That makes it all okay. Fucking weirdos. That just, well,
1: not the drawing, but the fact that I just divulged the whole mom catching my stepdad at the time with the Playboys. It just reminded me like the other day I was laying in bed And I was just like thinking about my childhood, you know, going through the demons in my own head. And I was like, I mean, we lived in the suburbs of Dallas and we had a nice house, probably one we couldn't really actually afford and Mm -hmm. live well. But I was like, oh, I think, I think I grew up white trash. I think, I think I was white trash in Texas. (laughs) I think we tried to not be white trash, but I was white trash. But you were actually white trash. (laughs) Like, Like, real white trash like even my friends were white trash like they had trashy situations happen it was just all around trash Dude,
0: what is it like what is it about growing up white trash or just poor but when you're a kid since it's all you know maybe this maybe i'm explaining it myself but if that's all you know you know you don't realize it it doesn't feel like it you yeah. know, when I was growing up, I was, I was definitely in some less than ideal situation. You know, my my parents were divorced and stuff. My my dad was uh, was doing drugs and stuff. So, whenever I would go to his house, I guess it was actually a halfway house, without realizing it at the time. Oh wow! So yeah, Jeez. it's Damn. very <laughs> it's that that like child lens that you put on, being like, oh, everything's perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. This is I mean, normal. Yeah,
1: like, this this is, like, this is one of the most white trash things that my mom's ex-husband would ever do. So, one of our neighbors got their yard aerated, which is, like, where they poke a bunch of holes in it to, like, help the grass green up or something. I don't know the science. It's not white so I don't trash, that's for sure. So, my stepdad saw that, and then he looked at me and he goes, use your pogo stick in the yard. That... To just
0: <laughs> okay so use it in the yard but also be very even with your distributed uh yeah. bounces so this
1: is exactly what happened it was like one and then you gotta pull it out of the mud and then go to the next spot I made it like one eighth of the way through the yard and I was like I'm not doing this he's <laughs> like yeah it was a stupid idea this anyway. isn't fun. and we just had like holes in our yard <laughs> holes in our yard for like three months. Did you, did you, speaking of a pogo
0: stick, did you have like a nice pogo stick?
1: I think I got it from a, like a garage sale, but I could no hand pogo, one leg pogo. I was very good at the pogo.
0: So my dad, he was, uh, he was in construction. He was like a, a welder. And I remember one of my birthdays, he, he built me a pogo stick for, for me and it is that's pretty dope though that sounds dope on paper but when you actually <laughs> all it was was a huge vi- it was probably honestly it was probably like 50 pounds it was like at least 50 maybe 60 pounds as as a child and i'm trying to fucking pogo stick on the 60 pound pogo and it didn't really work but it was pretty it was cool that he made one the spring the, the spring, spring is was like, like the
1: suspension like, from a fucking 18 wheeler.
0: <laughs> exactly, dude. Exactly. It was like it took so much force. I'm pretty sure my dad had to like basically be doing it with me to like bounce me.
1: He's like, "I'm going to make this fucking thing work." I know we can't afford can it. I'm gonna build it. Yeah, dude. I had a I had a group of friends, too. Well, I one friend and then his sister, and I guess one day they had a real rough morning on the way to school, and the mom and the sister were in the front seat, and they were arguing, and so I can't remember what happened. the sister, like, spit on her mom or something like that, so the mom slapped oh. her, and then the brother grabbed her hair through the back of the seat and, like, pulled her head back like this. Oh, no. And so this was – this was on a Friday. Sister ends up leaving the school as soon as she gets there, calls the police, reports child abuse, yada, yada, yada. I'm over at their house that night hanging out, and he told me that the whole story, night. and I'm like, damn, dude, that's wild. Yeah, because it was Friday, and I would always hang True. out over there. We're out at the pool. We're smoking ciggies. We're 15. All of a sudden, four cops roll up, and we're like, put the cigarettes out. You know, we think we're busted. for smoking cigarettes. Like, yeah, is your mom home? And we're like, oh, God, we're busted. We're busted we go out front and she just gets arrested in front of both no. of us. Was
0: anyone home? And Who was watching just, you guys?
1: Just me, him, me, him and oh, her. Shit. The mom. The mom was home. They brought her out and arrested him or arrested her. And then they were like, pretty much like drove Mitch uh, to I can't remember what family member's house. I was like, do you want to come to my place? But I just had to call my mom and be like, hey mom. Uh, <laughs> Mitch's <laughs> mom, mom arrested. Mitch's mom just got arrested. <laughs> I got to come home. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. White, white trash. trash. White trash, born and raised.
0: <laughs> That's funny. I definitely have some similar stories. That same
1: family. They moved out of Texas, like, the same time I did. Like, three months later, they were gone.
0: <laughs> Damn.
1: Bunch of
0: copycats. <laughs> we're getting out of this white trash. Where did, Do you know where they moved? Yeah, they moved to Idaho. Oh, no trash there.
1: That should be, yeah, that should be way less white trash.
0: Me and Joe, my wife, we're trying to uh, find a place to move, and Idaho is not on our list. But in all these fucking uh, videos and and like lists of like best places to live, Idaho is Mm -hmm. getting up to the top of those lists, not our list, but Idaho is a cool place to live. There's a lot of like what the nature fuck do they have snow and, and, and potatoes. Like that, which... a lot of potatoes.
1: So <laughs>
0: I don't want that. I don't care
1: about nature. Burn it all. <laughs> yeah, I don't care. I want I want concrete over every single plot of green in this fucking country. Build a city everywhere, that's what I say.
0: <laughs> the air quality be so nice.
1: Yeah, yeah, probably out there it is. But again, it's Idaho. Yeah. There's nothing to do. What's the big city there, Boise?
0: I guess, yeah. That's the only city. I don't, I don't
1: know. even know if that's...
0: Boise, Idaho. I'm pretty sure. Is that Idaho? I, I hope. If, we, if, if we're wrong, that we're so dumb. But hey, people... I feel like it could be Illinois. We never said we were smart. We never did.
1: No, in fact, a lot of the time, we don't even say we're right. We're say, we say we're in the wrong. Uh-huh. What a plug. Look at
0: that. Look at that. <laughs> Look, I just slid that, slid that Joker right in you're, there. You're so quick. You're quick-witted. Has anyone ever told you that? You're quick-witted. Oh.
1: Nope, they've only said I'm quick in bed. But I do appreciate the compliment to my wit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I like it.
1: Oh, I wanted to ask you this. When we were talking about, like, Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh cards earlier. Right. Uh did you ever play Magic the Gathering cuz I only collected those cards but I got to tell you something really turned me off from Magic the Gathering folk pretty quickly the people and that's yeah dude i went to northern virginia community college the loudon campus shout out dude the most <coughs> bizarre people in the world would just sit in the little like community day room kind of thing that's you know, so funny all just like the weird anime kids like they would literally like dry hump on the couch there would be people in there like doing like the naruto hands and whatnot Mm -hmm. i had somebody bark at me i had somebody bark at me because i got too close to their table like literally he was
0: like it
1: was like i don't know if you thought that was cool but that's the thing it was not cringy it might
0: not have been cool for you but all of his friends were like yeah you told them Get that prep out of here I, you were I, such a prep probably i had a
1: few no nah, i was just i looked like a skater kid like that was it and not- these kids i had a few of them in my classes and one of them one of them was in my history class this little weirdo okay ah maybe I, should, so I think he may have been slightly on this i think he may have been on the spectrum a little bit but he stood up in class one night and he just had a, a rock hard erection and sweatpants just a rock hard really? erection and i don't know if he didn't i don't know if he didn't notice but he just stood proud with it at the front of the classroom it was just like you're kind of like, presentation like okay, or something. i gotta get out of here class is over
0: this oh okay, is over. okay
1: okay oh my god no he was just like at the front like packing up this stuff and like turning around and like talking to people oh Like, I was hoping it was, like, the Johnny Knoxville sketch where he had the strap on and he was, like, fucking... I feel like in community college, there's
0: always that one guy in your class. Every single class has that one guy who is just, like, just a little off, you know? When I was in... uh, Yeah, it is... I I didn't know the person by any means, but when I was uh, going to community college, um, I actually just 10 minutes missed a school shooting i i left class and 10 minutes later what? in the exact same class there was a freaking school shooting it was new river community college in uh christiansburg virginia 2000 and something 2000 and i was 12 maybe 11 yeah
1: must have been around then yeah that sounds yeah. right Jesus. i know well i mean I was just about to say, I'm surprised with the amount of weirdos that go to community colleges, myself included, that there hasn't been a school shooting at a community college. I guess they just don't. You're, on you're just
0: absolutely <laughs> wrong, and I—I I mean, I hope it doesn't happen often. That's the only time I've ever heard of it.
1: Well, the, the problem is, is that the school shooting has to transfer to a bigger school before before it gets gets nationally recognized
0: exactly if the school doesn't have a football community college if the school doesn't have a football team you're not (laughs) gonna make it on cnn i mean let's just face it
1: yeah oh really you've got a soccer program Mm.
0: intramural (laughs) Mm. and
1: we'll put you on page 20.
0: respect to all the uh, people who were, you know, affected by that. I I don't want to make a joke about that. But like, it was pretty crazy, honestly, like, uh, I remember coming back the next day or maybe a day after um, and my teacher, she was a uh, I think she was a chemistry teacher or something, she uh, or biology, she was really cool, Um, she like had us come in and like give her a big hug like it was it was a big thing yeah it was weird but i mean also someone got shot in the back just one person got shot fortunately uh, hard to say i mean i'm I'm glad no one else got hurt but yeah someone got shot in the back within the class right after mine Did
1: they get paralyzed or anything so. or just and I
0: mean, i'm yeah, pretty sure the, that so so weird about this community college it was in a mall Like there was a division of the mall, the Christiansburg, Virginia mall. That's probably not what it's called, Mm -hmm. but uh, I think it's called the New River Mall.
1: Yeah, Christiansburg. Christiansburg. No, I think it's called Christiansburg Mall. I don't know. It doesn't really matter
0: because no one else uh, on watching knows what the fuck we're talking about. But um, true. What's it called? Yeah, she came. She got when we went into there. You know, she. Oh, sorry about that. Um, so it was at a mall, and I'm pretty sure the mall cop so the paul blort of the that mall ended up freaking like talking the dude into putting his gun away which is pretty sweet yeah he's what? a hero i wish i knew his name i wish i knew yeah, any of this sure. information for... or i'm completely wrong but, it Damn, happen, dude. but i'm I, i'm like 95 percent sure that 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 he like ended up like talking the dude down
1: for the purposes of this podcast that's what happened and that's pretty badass because mall security has never been tight you know it makes me think about this
0: so So i feel like after like years of people like hearing about like uh school shootings and or mass shootings in general every single person at least every guy has thought oh well if i was there i would have tapped him I would have punched him or something and like thinking in your head like I would be a hero and I would live in infamy but in reality that guy fucking did it I don't really remember his name I I, want to remember his name maybe when we do the edit I'll uh, I'll look him up and, and we'll throw his name right here or not or this is just a blank spot who knows yeah maybe could be could be what if they, what if he's
1: not even online? <laughs> Maybe I'm just Can't fucking wrong name. and he didn't even did nobody. <laughs> no, for the purposes of this podcast, you were correct.
0: <laughs> there is a mall pop hero somewhere out there in Christiansburg, Virginia.
1: And his Twitter bio says good vibes only. When when did you go to the, I hate that fucking phrase like good so Good vibes much.
0: only. Is that what you just said?
1: Yeah, yeah, that's what the mall cops says, but I hate that fucking yeah, phrase. Gross. I've seen it a couple times lately, and I it makes me want to smash anything. I don't know what, but something. Damn. Just break it.
0: I'm so glad you're an animal. Dude,
1: it's stupid. You can't have good without bad, because bad lets you know how good the good is, and if you just assume everything's good, you're a blind idiot walking through life like a fucking i don't know i don't know maybe that's good to have those stupid glasses on your face and maybe be positive you know just saying good vibes only but i don't like it it. i don't like it.
0: i I feel like it's a little uh i don't know it's a fantasy it's a fantasy it's also a little it just sounds stupid i don't know something about it yeah tell some
1: Tell someone with a terminal disease that they should only have good vibes yeah. only. You're, you're really
0: not living your best life if you're not having good vibes.
1: Yeah, okay, thanks, stupid. Uh, I've got an inoperable spine tumor, so sorry I don't have the greatest of vibes right now. I don't know. That's my little rant. That's just a little rant about good vibes only. And if you say it to me, I'm going to break your fingers with a fucking ball I'm pretty hand sure that's
0: going to be our do. catchphrase now. Good vibes only. Peace sign, right?
1: Get some t-shirts made. Or one of these.
0: A little shaka. little shaka. I, little miss shaka, the shaka. I used to shaka all the time in Hawaii. That was like our thing.
1: I throw it up every now and then. You know? That's a somebody says something i like i throw them the emoji you do the
0: (laughs) it works it's 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 very applicable to many situations and many uh text conversations i like
1: it yeah like the other day i was texting with this girl and she said hey i missed my period and all i responded with was the (laughs) shock emoji i think that works works.
0: it's a universal like it, it works for everything literally everything yeah. Grandma just died, by the way.
1: It's like, oh, work.
0: I wish I could throw throw a head in there, like a little head tilt. Head tilt. I wish. Then... There's always a head tilt.
1: What if, like, the police, if, if they didn't call you and they would text you, hi, hey, did you know so-and-so? They were in a head-on collision and they died. And you're just like.
0: Ugh. I don't know if i talked about this already but do you were you there when i when i uh like accidentally i, I was doing a joke i might have already talked about this with uh with,
1: you did you did
0: yeah i'm not even gonna go there but essentially yeah the guy came the in. coworker, yeah yeah not a good look but we can move on that's, since yeah that's a started.
1: hard one to come back from
0: Mm-mm. it took me years
1: it's a hard and one I'm to not come
0: even, back. I'm still not back.
1: Hey, so I I think I sent you this, but I'm not sure if I did. Uh, it's an old Opie and Anthony clip of Patrice O'Neill and Patrice, the anniversary of his death and his birthday were just a couple days ago or a week, week and, a and a half or days. so ago. Yeah. Before his, this podcast. His birthday was like a couple days ago and yeah, literally. <laughs> and uh, he was. He, this was about. This was in May, and he died in November. Okay. So they filmed this in May. It was him singing a Howlin' Wolf song. I can't remember the name of it, but if anybody is interested in what I'm talking about, just go on YouTube and type in Patrice O'Neill Howlin' Wolf. And the song is fucking haunting, dude. Because What's he it about? he died because he had a stroke. It's Patrice died because he had a stroke due to diabetes. And pretty much was just comatose. He couldn't speak or anything like that. And the song is all about Howlin' Wolf talking about how his health is deteriorating. And he knows he's going to die. And oh his last, God. the last line of the song is pretty much just like, ask my mom to forgive me for my sins and pray for me. And then
0: and that O'Neil, was in May. So what is that? that?
1: Yeah. It's, dude, it's. It's the most haunting thing I've ever seen, and I can't remember who, there's, it's a famous blues guitarist that's in studio that day, like actually playing it, playing the song just like Howlin' Wolf would, wow. and just Patrice, and it's all, it's spoken word, so it's not necessarily singing a lot of the time, but it's dude it's it's out of this world like i saw that and i was just like he must have known he must have known something was going on with himself and he wanted to put that out there either that or it's the biggest coincidence of all time i wonder
0: what it's like but it's i I mean first off that's awesome i mean that that he did that not that he died because patrice o'neill legend obviously shout out and r.i.p but um what's it called dude i wonder i wish
1: i wish mount rushmore had more heads because i'd
0: put on it but um i wonder like say say you die today you know like a few weeks ago i wonder if you what what you feel like 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 so he had a stroke he didn't die from the stroke though did he i don't think he did
1: no he didn't he was just like comatose or whatever like in a coma and none i think he came out of it and he couldn't speak he could only talk by like looking at like yes or no on pieces of paper or something like that stuff
0: but i wonder what yeah, it man. feels Especially like before like like a month or so before you have like you he must have felt something i mean that was in may you said and and he he died in november which i would assume he had the stroke mm-hmm. in like october-ish or stroke in
1: yeah i think it was a i think it was around october is when he had the stroke and then there was only like three or four weeks until he was declared dead or they took him off life support or something like that
0: well if in may he was probably i mean diabetes is a different story but like that is he must have been feeling some pain man that must have sucked
1: i mean he talked about it he talked about it a lot on opie and anthony you know <laughs> he'd be like i mean I'm. he was vegan for the past, for his last like year and a half or so. He's like, I'm not even doing it just because of health. Because if it was for health, I would have been healthier a long time ago. But now I'm vegan too late in life. So I think I'm already done. Like he would have these like, these little things that he would drop on there where he's like, I might, I'm going to lose a toe or something like that, where he's trying to be funny, but he's really telling you like, like, yeah, my diabetes is bad. I'm not taking care of myself. Yeah. And it's I really wish that I could like sit down with a comic that knew Patrice O'Neal and talk to them because I feel like he just had such a large larger than life laugh that could just overpower a room and he was so funny but I feel Funniest like he was in the room,
0: deeply ra- whatever room he was oh, in Oh yeah for sure
1: but I want to know what he was actually like like I feel like he was deeply deeply depressed and like had something going on in his head i, I would love I mean, to know that side that's that's like never, the, we just never got
0: that's there. like the uh the marriage between tragedy and comedy you know i don't know yeah. if that's the right term marriage but like it comes hand in hand just like you said with uh good and bad you know you can't know the good without knowing the bad you know and i i would assume you can't be and can't be funny without experiencing some shit
1: yeah i'd say tragedy is definitely like a great uh a great way to get funny in a way you know when you deal with something hardship some people don't you know turn that into humor or whatever their sadness into laughs but some people do and that's i was talking to Uh, a friend's dad about this and he grew up he was one of the first african-americans to be bust into white schools growing up really and yeah so he's like he knows some shit and my favorite comedian is richard pryor and he grew up loving richard pryor and i told my friend like if i ever meet your dad just get ready i'm gonna have like a fucking two-hour conversation about richard pryor with him and we sat down and we talked for literally yeah. We talked for like two hours about Richard Pryor and his dad does not like people very often. And he said, he was like, that, bad boy Sean is interesting. Nice. And I was like, okay, cool. But I brought up something to him that he kind of agreed with. He didn't disagree with it, but I couldn't tell if I got a perfect read on it. But I was like the reason, and I'm cool with being wrong here, but the reason I think that black comedians are so much more comfortable and for the most part i'd say better than white comedians when it comes to like hard-hitting humor Mm -hmm. is because probably most black people have to live with tragedy in their lives a lot and they've had to cope in one way or another i
0: mean well definitely i'm sure tragedy but like they clearly live a fucking harder life than than white people do that's for sure yeah like i don't know what pain and tragedy does that makes someone funny but it but it does
1: but doesn't always it's just there's a certain personality trait where someone takes that and goes okay uh, right if you're funny i think that's how you handle tragedy for the most part is just turning it into funny or joy rather than just like letting it fester
0: inside of you and hating yeah
1: being sad and i think yeah no you're
0: right though it is it is dependent on the person i mean it's it's a they have to uh, be able to internalize that, that information the pain the struggle or whatever and then find an, the outlet of humor of, of comedy you know and actually want to pursue mm-hmm. you know that right right not necessarily pursue a bet- comedy career or whatever but just like pursue or or maybe it's just like a fucking thing in their head Black, white, whatever, Hawaiian, whoever it is, you know, it's just, it, it just, it's easier to to make something funny rather than dwell on it and and make it fester, like you said.
1: Yeah, I don't know. It's it's a wild thing. Like what different? How I tried to write a joke at one point in time, where but it wasn't really a joke. It just came out to be a truth. It's like death is the only thing that we all experience, but react to differently. Like that's true one person could be could be laughing at a funeral the other's crying and the other one just feels non contempt or feels nothing you know it's just you don't know how you're going to react to that situation not necessarily death but something bad everyone's going to have a different reaction i was just going through old like open mic clips that i have on my phone just like try to see if i could find a clip of myself
0: oh dude
1: i've got a few in there where it's just like silence (laughs) five minutes
0: how tough or or just how cringy it is to watch your own stand-up like and and it being your first stuff which is not going to be fucking good at all you know that's got to be fucking tough but at the same time that experience of experiencing bombing or whatever is so necessary and i I feel you got to relive it you have to and i wish i wish there were more things like that in other aspects of life because obviously that's a thing in comedy whoever you are how funny you are you're gonna bomb and that's just a part part of the process you know
1: yeah as as you as you're a stand-up comic more and more like longer you bomb less that's it (laughs) you don't never bomb you just
0: bomb less yeah and there's so many i mean the demo or the numbers demographic numbers whatever the fuck it is there there's only so many stand-up people stand-up comedians and there's with that there's only that means there's only so many people who experience that bombing situation you know and i do you know of any Mm -hmm. other things like other aspects of life where you can bomb i mean I, i guess you can suck at a project and work or something or or get like a tongue lashing from your boss but it's nothing like a crowd of people being like oh that was not funny.
1: So I was I was just listening to a podcast the other day. It's a skateboarding podcast and Jason Dill, I don't know if you know if you remember that name, that skateboarder. But he was talking about comedians and he was like, "Oh, they're all stuck up and yada 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 and they're always on." And I was like, "I don't think this guy actually knows comedy because if he did, skateboarding and comedy have so much in common where you're going to slam a lot more at the first time of trying to trick just like you're going to bomb a lot first time trying to joke than you are when you're going to get that perfect shot down the fucking 12 set. Mm. You know, it takes time to build up to that perfect shot. It takes time to build up to a perfect joke. That's going to hit every single time you fall a lot in both of those careers, a lot more than you stand up, at least when you're getting started or right away from it. Yeah. So there's similarities in it with that Uh, you don't land a tray flip your first try you don't catch it for 50 times and then you learn the movements or something i can see that's the closest thing i can think of i
0: can see what where he's talking about where like there is there are those people or or comedians and i say this as if i know any fucking comedians but I, i i can imagine there are are those comedians out there who just feel like they have to be on they feel like they have since i'm a comedian i have to be the funniest one in the room so i have to be fucking putting out funny witty shit and i can see his perspective Mm -hmm. on being like yeah that's not necessary. that's not necessary you know
1: and i pictured a certain comedian when uh he was talking about that i guess ex-comedian so yeah i was just thinking chris D'Elia. I could see him being that guy that's always turned on by 16-year-old girls. No, he's just always on. Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) I feel bad for for Uh, all those little girls who were talked to. I don't know what he did.
1: Fans of his? Did he have sex with them? Yeah, I don't think so, but I think he... Certainly made it he pretty much hit on like a sixteen year old and then when she became legal at seventeen he hit on her again. Or maybe it was she was seventeen and then eighteen. Actually so I don't feel like, bad for like, her oh, at all. She knew exactly leaves.
0: what the fuck she was doing. Don't you think?
1: Well he was reaching out to her.
0: Oh, never mind. I take
1: that Oh, back. come on. If you I take that a, back. A famous person hitting you up? You're probably gonna message him back just to say. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I didn't I didn't guy. realize
0: the dynamic of that actually. But that's just weird yeah
1: yeah it is weird yeah which ah never mind fucking whitney cummings came out against him and they're supposed to be like best friends but really gets her hair and makeup done for a podcast so fuck her it's the stupidest thing i've ever seen like a full wardrobe for a podcast i I didn't even shower today
0: (laughs) dude i literally bought this shirt just for today
1: you cannot
0: i didn't but i would Dude,
1: don't tell him that. Don't tell the audience that, dude.
0: <laughs> every every one of our outfits have been uh, very, very rigidly uh, thought of.
1: Yeah, we actually have a FaceTime the night before where we uh, pick out our outfits just Is to make sure what we're I'm not gonna wear or anything like that. These uh, are my
0: pants. I know they can't see it. Okay, no, I... They can't see my pants, but, okay, like, I don't obviously, have that. <laughs> fucking Zoom.
1: Alright, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna wear a black hoodie, okay? Don't wear a black hoodie. Okay, I'll wear something purple. Alright, perfect. Alright, I'll talk to you tomorrow.
0: We got a special guest here. This is Bailey.
1: Oh Bailey girl. She's a nice little majestic. Pretty much uh imagine
0: majestic little bitch.
1: Imagine Scarlett Johansson turned into a dog. That's what Bailey looks like.
0: Actually, this is she possesses the soul of Scarlett Johansson, which is kind of, oh. Hell yeah. Look at
1: that. Oh,
0: wow. Anyways, um, yeah, she possesses the soul of uh, Scarlett Johansson. So sorry, Black Widow fans. She's she's right here.
1: Yep. Take that, Colin Jost. You're married to a dog. <laughs> they, they, they switch, switch, switch souls. souls. <laughs> Scarlett Johansson eats out of a bowl in a uh, Colin Jost's <laughs> high-rise Manhattan apartment, <laughs> off the ground. <laughs> 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 sorry about it. It's so just a sorry, fact, buddy. It's simply a fact. Well, there's no denying this. I think we got a pretty solid episode on our hands here.
0: I think so. I think we we covered a lot. You know, we got we got we got mm-hmm. we got. Funny. We got nostalgic. We, we did our thing. Oh, I don't yeah. know what that thing is, but we, we got serious. We got very serious. Yeah. That's all. That's all you. Can
1: our ask thing me. is our thing, and other people don't need to worry about it.
0: Yeah. Why don't you guys stop worrying yeah. about it?
1: Mind your business.
0: Just stop. Stop right now.
1: Mind stop. your business.
0: Mind it, motherfucker.
1: Not our business. I'm sorry for some pieces of garbage. You're not a motherfucker. Yeah. We didn't
0: mean to come at you guys. Like, honestly, like... There's, there's 14 really, really.
1: subscribers to this channel, and we love you. We guys. love you
0: guys, man. I'm serious. Like, I'm so sorry for, for calling you a motherfucker. You know? But...
1: Yeah, good vibes only on this channel.
0: I mean, I'm still... Good I'm, vibes only. I'm assuming some of you guys are motherfuckers, but not all of you. So, sorry.
1: There's, there's definitely one scumbag listening, for sure. At least. There's one piece of shit listening. I mean, there's... Yeah
0: at least some of our friends are listening so definitely at least one maybe two
1: at, at least I, I listen to it sometimes i listen back so yeah. definitely one piece of shit listening least, to this
0: at least one so do i so we got, at, we got at, at the very least two scumbags who end up watching this so you know what can you do
1: yep welcome to the club scumbags all right, that's been another episode of In the Wrong Podcast. Thanks for listening to me and Don, and we'll see you next week. ta Chaka, chaka bra.